U.S. stocks plunge to monthly lows because of new worries about the growing debt crisis in several European countries. From Spain, where the ruling Socialist Party was defeated in weekend elections, to Standard & Poor's warning it could lower Italy's debt rating, to renewed worries about Greece's ability to pay back more than $150 billion in rescue loans. Wall Street was a little panicked today. The Dow Jones lost 131 points to close at 12,381. The S&P lost 16 points, ending at 1,317. The Nasdaq lost 44 points to close at 2,759. More locally, New York City's budget negotiations are heating up with the June 30th deadline about five weeks away. WNYC's Bob Henley has more. Bob, what does the week ahead look like for budget talks? This week, we're going to see the council drill down in looking at the impact of Mayor Bloomberg's final executive budget, which was introduced at the beginning of this month. So we're going to hear from the nonprofit charity organizations that are involved with social services. We're going to be hearing from the Department of Homeless Services, city planning, and a number of agencies that have really felt the impact of both Albany's cuts and Washington's cuts. So that's publicly with hearings at City Hall. What's happening behind the scenes? Well, behind the scenes, there is discussion about how they can deal with the 20 fire companies that the mayor is suggesting be closed and how they can find money to try to keep the 4,000 teachers he wants to get rid of. And then also uh, people are trying to figure out the impact of Governor Cuomo now kind of Uh, merging forces with Mayor Bloomberg for major pension reform. Um, You may remember that Governor Patterson managed to conclude a pension deal that did save the state significant money going forward, but that was only with state workers. Now Governor Cuomo's offered to incorporate city workers, which would mean that he'd be doing things for Mayor Bloomberg, like ensuring that all city workers retire at 65, not be able to pad their pensions with overtime and pay more into the pension plans um, just as a matter of course. WNYC's Bob Henley, thanks so much. Thanks. Finally, today our series, New York Works, profiles of New Yorkers at work across the city. Jim Parisi has been a captain with the Staten Island Ferry for 25 years. From his pilot house, he has some of the best views of Manhattan. Welcome aboard the Staten Island Ferry. Well, this is the upper bay, they call it. Every day we go back and forth. We make between six and eight trips a day. It requires a lot of navigation. Jim Parisi has an office with a view. On this trip, it's the Manhattan skyline reaching up over the New York Harbor. Off the port side, or left to us land lovers, there's the Statue of Liberty skirted in fog. But Parisi is more interested in the electronic charts that help him take 60,000 passengers a day between Lower Manhattan and Staten Island. You have to know the depths of the water, you have to know the current, you have to know the weather conditions, everything. You know where the wrecks are. When you're in bad weather, all the instruments take effect then. When it's a clear day, you're basically going on just your local knowledge, visibility. You know, day to day, it's pretty much, you know, a piece of cake, but... When that weather comes in, you earn your money. Julian, right now, we got our come on in. But navigation is just one part of the job. Captain Parisi says anything can and does happen on the ferries. You have thousands of people on there. You have all kinds of incidents going on. You know, there's security going on. There's terror threats and everything else. So we had somebody shoot himself in the hand on the boat, you know, We've had people get slashed. You have riots on the boat. There's people get off the boat and leave their children. So 
There's so many things that are going on. And then there was 9-11. Parisi was on the water that day, heading toward Manhattan with a boatload of passengers when the first plane hit. By the time we got to Governor's Island, the second plane came right past us, and we watched the whole thing. We watched it go into the building and explode. And uh, we wound up taking everybody back. We dropped all our passengers off, and then we came back empty to take more people off. And uh, that's when the first building fell. They pulled away from Manhattan in a cloud of dust that didn't break until Governor's Island. It's a good feeling getting the people out of there and being able to do what you do, but I wouldn't kind of wish that day on anybody. After 9-11, the job changed. There are more safety drills. No cars are allowed. But the passengers, the tourists, the commuters, even the occasional celebrity, they keep coming. It's like a little city in itself, and anything that goes on in a city happens on that boat. You know, it's always something. That story was produced by reporter Tracy Samuelson. If there's a unique job you think should be profiled, let us know. Go to our website, wnyc.org. This is WNYC.